The following audio is brought to you by the Davenant Institute and was recorded at Davenant House. To learn more about or to support the Davenant Institute, go to davenantinstitute.org and scroll to Get Involved. Michael, uh, it's great to visit with you for a few minutes and just talk about some of the things that are new in 2019 with David at House. Uh, you and your family moved here this summer. Uh, how is your adjustment to South Carolina? Yeah, it's been nice. It's uh, a little warmer than Wisconsin here. <laughs> yeah, and you were just telling me a little bit ago uh, that they just this past weekend had uh, well, 10 inches of snow somewhere and then 22 somewhere else. So, <laughs> yeah. welcome to South Carolina. <laughs> no snow here, no problems that way here. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, um, yeah there's, there's a very, very slim chance that we would get anything close to 22 inches here <laughs> in South Carolina. Let, let's talk about, we'll talk about three things. One is your new position as director of David and House. And then the second thing is we'll talk about something else new started up at Davenant House, which is the Davenant Discussions. And then the third thing that we'll talk about is the January Regional Convivium coming up uh, on the 3rd and 4th in 2020, 3rd and 4th of January. Uh, so to the first item, just tell us how's your transition been to South Carolina, and how does your family adjusting, and and uh, what new things are happening as you're in your position as director of David House. Yeah, it's been really good. Um, we've enjoyed settling in the area, getting to know a lot of pastors, a lot of churches in the area, getting to know people from the local seminaries. There's a number of seminaries that I've connected with now, and um, a lot of a lot of really interesting. Uh, opportunities I think here for connecting with college ministries and other um, uh, ministries that are going on that that I think Davenant can really uh, offer something that they're not able to so good that's great well tell us so people know they have a sense of where you know how you're transitioning into this you were involved in in college ministry for a long time and in a very fruitful way before becoming director of Davenant House. Just tell us about that because, you know, your burden for college student continues on and that's not going to stop. Mm -hmm. And, but it's just going to be through a different venue. But just give us a flavor of what the last uh, decade looked like for you. Yeah, yeah. So the last nine years I was on staff with InterVarsity Christian Fellowship up in Wisconsin. I was a uh, campus staff first. I did a lot of work with international students actually, which was, uh, I just had a lot of a lot of fun with that. It was really fruitful and watched a lot of um, students come to know the Lord through that. Um, and then I was an area director um, working with college campuses across Northeast Wisconsin. So supervising the staff that were there and helping them become better campus ministers. And um, yeah, I really just enjoyed engaging with college students on a lot of the tough questions and getting deep in discipleship with them. So that's something that I think is continuous with what we're doing now with Davenant. Uh, I, I hope to see college students just really have a hunger to go deeper and actually live out their faith in every area of life. I think a lot of times students separate their Christian life from their 
not, um, just everyday life, and it's you know that's just not what it is to be a Christian, right? So we have to live it out in every aspect, and um, but we need to know how to live it out in every aspect, and for that we need to go deep in our uh, in our Bible and in church history and the lessons learned through church history and uh, the the works that were written for us by uh, uh, all the church fathers we stand on the shoulders of. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. Um, because it sounds like your experience and your passion fits well with Davenant because one of the things that we're doing here is, like you said, reaching back into church history and looking at the resources and gaining wisdom from there. But then you, you mentioned something before that, which I think is really important. That is, um, it's easy to take for granted in this the, you know, that people are literate about the Bible. But I think you, you and I have talked about this before, that there's a real, there's a dearth and there's a hunger for young people to become more acquainted, more Bible literate mm -hmm. with the scriptures. So I'm interested to see how, you know, what you and Lynette, the experience you bring doing that, helping young people understand the content of the word and then the deeper that content is the deeper the well they have to draw on for Christian wisdom so mm -hmm. you know there's there's some things that are very academic in the area of Christian wisdom but then there's some things that are just very basic like what I just mentioned that that you know firsthand are very much needed in the area of Bible literacy and so forth yeah, yeah, that's a couple of areas I've seen students hunger for the whole time I've been in college ministry is just to have more uh, knowledge of what scripture actually says. There's uh, so many students come to college with just, a, uh, even if they've grown up in the church, they just lack basic Bible knowledge of what do we believe and why do we believe it. Um, and then historic rootedness is the other side of it. Like if uh, there's there's been kind of an exodus somewhat in uh, at least the more intellectually leaning uh, Christians uh, going into uh, Roman Catholicism or to Eastern Orthodoxy because there's just that that kind of long-standing historic um, uh, rootedness that they they perceive uh, that they lack in the evangelical world but we don't really lack that we have that in the Protestant world we are um, you know Catholic in the little C sense, and, and we can remember the things that uh, St. Augustine uh, said, and the things that even Thomas Aquinas and then the Reformers, and all the way through on up into our day, uh, the things that they said that are actually profoundly um, relevant for our day, and the questions and the challenges that our culture throws at us nowadays. And so, especially as you, you know, students go off to college and they have those. The, the challenges that come at them of modernity and, and uh, a postmodern uh, secular view on things, uh, they can answer those questions more profoundly when they have the knowledge of what has been said about these things throughout church history. Um, there are easy answers, really, in some ways. Uh, they're not uh, simple answers, but they're easy answers that they can give to a lot of the challenges that come at them at the college campus. Yeah, that's, that is so well said. Uh, so the context may be new, mm -hmm. but the questions and the answers are 
they've, they've been worked over before, haven't yes. they? So we're dealing with a fresh new context, but even in classical Protestantism, there are, there's a, there is a breadth and depth of resources that we have. And especially, as you know, in Reformed theology, we're finding, in fact, we were just, we just had lunch and we were talking about some things that have yet to be translated that proved to be very valuable back 400, 500 years ago. And so the Davenant Institute is very much interested in bringing those things forward. We're not the only ones doing that kind of work, but we are very much interested in that and we we're involved in that. So, so I appreciate the fact that you are interested in connecting Bible literacy, historical rootedness, and then, like you said, practical Christian living. So that's great. We look forward to seeing what 2020 holds for you guys, and for you, Lynette, family, and your five kids, uh, mm-hmm. who are, it's, you're their lively bunch, and enjoyed uh, interacting with them. To the second thing, which uh, fits it nicely with what you said about historical rootedness and biblical literacy, is something new started up at the Davenant House is called Davenant Discussions. So one of those has already been started, and that was, um, it was on uh, Ecclesiastes, Dr. Ben Shaw. Just tell us about that one, and then there's another one coming up this Saturday, mm-hmm. 12-7, 7th of December. Tell us the details about that, if somebody wants to register, how they can be involved with that. So just give us a real little short uh, scoop on that. Yeah, so Dr. Ben Shaw did a great job um, talking about his uh, e- Ecclesiastes Life in a Fallen World commentary that he recently published and uh, really helped us think about uh, the ways that Ecclesiastes uh, speaks into our current s- situation as in this fallen world that we live in and um, some real practical practical application. If you want to listen to his talks, you can listen to those on the, the SoundCloud um, Davenant Institute uh, podcast. Um, you can probably speak more to the exact location. Yeah, no, it's also on uh, Apple Podcasts as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Common. The name of the the our uh, podcast, obviously, the one that you're listening to. This one is called Common Places. Mm-hmm. So uh, those were there, and it looks like people are listening to those frequently. Yeah, there's a three, series of three talks from Dr. Shaw on, on the Ecclesiastes, and then this Saturday coming up, there's another series of three talks going to be given by uh, Michael Spangler, who's a OPC pastor up in uh, Greensboro currently, and he, uh, he's he been doing some translation work. He's um, very learned in uh, Latin, and he uh, has taught Latin courses with Davenant even before, and um, has been working on updating the works of a Dutch reformer, um, Van Maastricht, and he is uh, going to just share a little bit from his first, uh, the first work in that. It's basically like a Summa Theologica, um, but done by Van Maastricht, uh, and they're, they're, I think it's going to be six or seven volumes long eventually, but they've only got the first two done right now. Um, the first volume, though, gives a lot of foundational reasons for why do we believe what the Bible says? Why should we believe what the Bible says? And so he's going to address that question from Van Maastricht's perspective a little bit and give an apologetic for why we believe Scripture, why we can rely on Scripture. And uh, so it should be a really great series of talks, and we're looking forward to having him this Saturday. Yeah, that's great. So how can, for those who are listening to this, they want to come 
how can they register if they're local in their area um, and then just give us a general idea of the time frame and the schedule yeah so we start at 10 o'clock um, we'll have lunch in between a couple of the talks and uh, enjoy fellowship and uh, and good question and answer time between all the talks as well for for Michael to answer any questions but um, and if they want to register they go to uh, org uh, slash Davenant dash discussions and uh, that'll bring up the latest one and there's a link to register down there um, and you can always access the, uh, the talks from before this and uh, the newest information for the next Davenant discussion on that website as well. That Good. So that, that reminds me and we'll mention this at the end as well but the, uh, the ways to keep in touch is of course listen to commonplaces or go to the Davin Institute website, daviditinstitute.org, and then uh, the subpage is Davenant. just slash Davenant House or Davenant, Davenant Discussions. Yeah, slash Davenant Dash House, slash Davenant Dash Discussions for that specifically. The Davenant House page especially has uh, a link to all the events that we'll be hosting specifically at Davenant House. So okay. And then for those on social media, especially on Facebook, I think there, there are some ways that people can connect that. You want to just mention those real quick? Yeah, Davenant House has a Facebook page as well. You can follow us on there, uh, Instagram as well. Um, and those are the main things for Davenant House, I think. So. Yeah, good. And there's a Twitter presence, but it's not is active say on on facebook but um but that's another way if people just want to stay in touch mm -hmm. so very good well i'm looking forward to meeting uh, michael and listening to his talks on saturday and for any local folks i hope that you'll you know you live in the greenville north carolina south upper south carolina area or if you want to drive the distance you're more than welcome um, to come on saturday it's free although you won't do accept a donation to cover some of the costs related to the event but it is a free event and anybody's welcome so the, the best thing to do is to register that way we know how many people to plan for right yeah and if there's any food allergies or anything for lunch preparations so yeah you would know that ahead of time so know that through your registration good now the, the third thing we want to talk about is something we're really excited about is this is the third coming up in January the third annual regional convivium there's a national convivium that's been held for many years here at Davenant House, um, and that, but that's in the summer for that one. That is a very exciting event. But we're excited about this one, too, as a regional event, and we're, we're making an emphasis on literature. Last year, we had Dr. Jeremy Larson as our keynote speaker. He spoke about some aspects of wisdom as conveyed in the work of John Milton. That was a that was a fantastic event and we're looking forward to something no less fascinating interesting here with Dr. Donald Williams who is a C.S. Lewis scholar and of course and as well as other uh, authors um, he teaches at Tacoa Bible College and I have here in front of me a, a book that he's written titled Deeper Magic the Theology Behind the Writings of C.S. Lewis and I'm, I'm working through that. I've really enjoyed it because he, it, with Dr. Williams' background and his insight, he gives you a sense, uh, you know, it's like the overview, the, 
the, the bird's eye view, but looking and helping you connect the dots across the, the C.S. Lewis corpus of theological themes that are there. It's a very well-researched book, and there's no question that C.S. Lewis is one of the one of the lights when it comes to connecting literature, especially imaginative literature, to Christian wisdom. And that is what we want to do in this coming convivium. So can you speak to the theme and maybe some of the things that are going to be going on and what people can expect? Yeah, I think one of the things with this topic of Christian wisdom as embodied in Christian literature, uh, in, in literature, it, it brings uh, a sort of life to, um, you know, as humans, we're, we're made as imitators. We, we're meant to look and imitate uh, ultimately Christ, right? But when we, when we can see it, uh, the, the truth embodied in a person and in a story, that, that brings a new power to it that isn't really present when we, when we just l read a list of facts or are told, here's what's true. Um, so something powerful with literature, I think, is, is that ability to bring, bring truth to life in a way that helps us to, to understand it and apply it then to our own lives. Um, we can be inspired by characters in a, in a story. Uh, we can be inspired by characters as we see um, you know, in the media, uh, of the medium of video or a, a movie, uh, those kinds of things. But that, that has a different kind of power than just hearing the tr you know, truth listed out for us. Then. So I think uh, as we follow examples of people in, in literature or uh, recognize the, the bad examples that were given in literature yeah, sure. where that's not applied and the consequences that they have yeah. to suffer as a result of that, uh, we can then recognize in our own lives ways that it actually uh, applies and how we can live out the truth in a more more profound way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like how you say that the literature, the story embodies the wisdom. And that's so true because we, with human beings, we well, we're examples of that very thing. We're living out the ideas that are given to us and either for good or, or for ill. So, looking forward to Dr. Williams giving his keynote, presenting information on that Friday night, the third. There'll be good, we'll start out with a session uh, that'll be an open discussion, hearing about his background and uh, kind of like a Q&A, just interacting with him on a very personal level. And then on the Saturday morning, the fourth, there will be his keynote and then a, a, a substantial uh, Q&A after that so that mm -hmm the audience can interact with him. Um, the other thing is that we like to do at Davidit is have other papers. They're shorter, Q&A's a little bit more confined, but um, just tell us kind of what to expect there in general. Yeah, I think um, so in, in terms of some of the papers that we've received uh, proposals for so far, there's some really exciting uh, examples uh, that That'll help us, I think, delve into some different authors that maybe we haven't before, um, and that will help us us think about um, a few different genres, I guess, of literature as well. That that'll um, help us look at some different sides to this that, that I think will be really um, fruitful in conversation. Very good.
Uh, so again, on that one, that particular event, where can people go to get more information about registration? The early bird registration is coming quickly to a close, so if people hear this, they need to respond soon. But registration will be open even after that through the month of December, and we do have plenty of spots open that people can join us for that. Just tell us about how to connect that way. Yeah, so you can uh, also get to that page on the Davenant House website, so davenantinstitute.org slash davenant-house, or you can uh, just, I, I think if you search Carolina's Regional Convivium on Google, you'll likely find it on there as well. So, um, and there's a registration link on, on uh, the Davenant House page for that. So. Yeah, very good. Well, we're looking forward to that. Thank you very much, Michael, for spending a few moments with us, and we'll look forward to chatting with you again. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to this audio from the Davenant Institute. You can find more resources from the Davenant Institute on Facebook, our podcasts, and the Davenant Press. We invite you to subscribe to our newsletter at Vontes or read our blog, both available on our webpage. To support the Davenant Institute, go to davenantinstitute.org and scroll to get involved.